Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop. Let's go. Guys, this week's episode is sponsored by Soulbound Leather, your one-stop shop for all your custom leather working needs, ranging from sheets, bags, apparel, and much, much more. Check out their website at soulboundleather.com. You can also follow them on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook as well, at Soulbound Leather, guys. Make sure you check them out. They have amazing items. So, soulboundleather.com. Check them out. All right, guys. You ready? Suchi does great work. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Suchi does amazing work. Also, really, really quick, I do want to say uh, a big thanks this week to all the Patreons, as well as uh, two new Patreons, Gemini No Saga and uh, actually uh, Soulbound Leather, aka Suchi Kuchi. So, thank you guys so much for becoming. Uh, tier two Patreons, really, really appreciate that. Um, helping the podcast Yay! out, helping the podcast out, and, and future ventures. So, so really, really, really excited for that. All right, guys, y'all can get a taxi flewed out to Japan. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Yeah. Go, go bar. It may be like a year, <laughs> maybe like a year. Well, I'll have enough for like a ticket there and then we gotta do another year for the ticket back it's gonna take a little while uh so I wanted to kick things off today oh shoot I would wanna I would wanna be there during the holiday but speaking of Japan (laughs) Kojima Productions damn it Kojima Productions Kojima Productions oh hey Kojima Productions so, yes. rumor has it, Kojima Productions is going to get bought out by Sony, number one. Number two, the other portion of that rumor that sounds oh so beautiful, is Hideo Kojima is going back to his fun-filled roots of horror. Ooh. So, for you Silent Hill fans, guess what? You might We're get normal ass Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh God! I think I think I think some of us are be okay without that, but you know, for the ladies, hey, I'm I guess. Hey, okay without Norman Reedus's butt on the screen. <laughs> However, <laughs> it's Hideo Kojima trying to scare the fuck out of you again. You know how beautiful that mm-hmm. sounds. PT mm-hmm. was a dope ass demo. Silent Hill uh, yeah. was a promising ass game. He, the mastermind behind. Metal Gear Solid <laughs> and Zone of Enders 
Oh yeah, I was practicing. I'm so sorry. That was a fucked up comment to make. <laughs> but the mastermind, the mastermind behind Metal Gear Solid and Zone of Enders and one of the Silent Hill games, getting his mad genius on coming together and saying, fuck you to scare the shit out of you. It's like Jordan Hill yeah. of fucking movies right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get, uh, get Out and Us. Yeah, both of them very, very, very good movies and very, very creepy. Andy, man. Uh, Oh yeah. So So I'm going to say personally I'm excited um for the horror game. However, I am oh. concerned with the buyout of Kojima Productions. Is he still going to be able to do so projects as So the buyout is a fit? rumor. No, it's not a buyout. And that's the thing a lot of people are misinterpreting. It's not a buyout. It is a partnership that they're looking for. Kojima still, the rumor is Kojima is going to have all his games go exclusively to PlayStation and have complete creative control still of all his ventures. Right? That is the rumor. Are we 100% sure? We don't know. I can honestly see Kojima doing this because of the fact he has that long standing relationship with Sony. Mm-hmm. Dating all the way back to the early 90s when um, Sony was originally part of Nintendo, gonna be a part of Nintendo. Yeah. But, eh, don't know yet. Got it. Only so. Hell. So, basically, we, we've got to wait for the goodies to come out. So, we don't know what the game's premise is. All we know that is it's going to be a hard game. And if anybody's ever played a Hideo Kojima game, you, you know you're not going to be disappointed. Especially if he still has creative control over it. It's going to be an amazing game. However, I'm just going to say right now, guys, don't expect it to be PT. Don't think it is a PT revival because that PT was supposed to be Silent Hills. That's already been scrapped. This is probably going to be a completely different thing. Um, so if just go in and the right clear to my Silent Hill anymore. Who got the squeaky chair today? <laughs> you know oh whose ass it is. Bush, Bush, Bush chair over there sounded like a creaky door in a bad horror game. <laughs> That sound no. effect that they keep using in every horror game. <laughs> but now, uh, what I was thinking of is the song from Cat, but I ain't gonna code it. Oh man! <laughs> but <laughs> movie. Oh yeah, that's I'm exactly what it sounded like. But I just can't. My AD, my ADD is fucking it's kicking in. I can't sit still. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, but um, yeah, definitely. Definitely looking forward to a uh, a decent horror game because uh, I would say it's been a while since I've had a good horror game to play. Honestly, so what's the last um, horror game that wasn't a fucking remake that actually puts you on the edge of your seat? Oh, I was gonna say two. Evil Within. Yeah, the Evil I didn't play two. Yeah, but my thing um, with Evil Within, Evil Within was created by the former director and um, control, uh, director controller of Resident Evil. Resident Evil, yeah. 
The one who had a that big part game is Evil literally 4. a spiritual successor of Resident Evil because he left when Resident Evil Six was made, and he didn't yeah. like how Six was. Yeah, Six went down the uh, the very action. They they started deviating, trying to appeal to the action oriented games because you know as the time passes a certain genre takes off and i guess if you look at the time six came out action games were really big then because i think what uncharted was in its prime tomb raider remake had come Bruh, out Chris punched a boulder he, in five multiple times multiple times i mean yeah <laughs> Chris. Chris ran through six looking like Captain America with an AK. (laughs) (laughs) Really good, though. When he came with the demo first drop. Now, here's the thing. No, well, well, six and five. Five is when he first came in looking like, you know, well, like he took Royce. Yeah, came in looking like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) Right. You went from being moderately built. The former Air Force goddamn pilot to and I um, yes, literally you come back in and five. Well, oh, even Co Veronica, right? Which a lot of people don't realize, Co Veronica is part of the actual canon, and Co Veronica technically is Resident Evil Four. But <laughs> even in Co Veronica, he wasn't that big. Then yeah. fuck around, he. He joined some fucking world government organization and motherfucking <laughs> came out looking serum. right. Came out looking like the beast. <laughs> this man punched a bolt into a volcano, into Wesker, <laughs> and Wesker yeah. ain't no fucking slouch. And Wesker was slender too. Right, he outmaneuvered Wesker, who was literally Captain America, but <laughs> evil. <laughs> Motherfucker was a super soldier. Yeah. So, it it would be good to get an actual uh, scary game. Um, And and I know... I know people are like, what are you talking about? There's so many scary games out there. Like, I was playing... uh, you know what? I'll, I'll say another game I, I'll throw in there. It, it didn't get like rave reviews, but it was, in my opinion, it was decently scary because it was mostly psychological. Uh, Song of Horror on Steam. It, it comes out in episodes, well, but that game is actually. But here's the thing: opinion, isn't that terrifying. an indie game? Isn't that an indie created yeah. game? That's my yeah. other thing. From a triple A standpoint, how many horror games have been released in more recent time frame that made you go, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" This is actually riveting and scary, right? Indie games have been killing it in horror, right? Outlast one, Outlast, well, Outcast one, Outcast two. Oh, yeah, Outlast. I don't know why I said Outcast. I'm thinking. I was like, Outcast? Are you talking to music? (laughs) I was like, that's an Outcast game. (laughs) But Outlast one and two, right? Both are phenomenal games. Both were horror. Well, were indie horror games. Mm -hmm. That ended up picking up production and getting a lot of fun, funding behind them. Especially the second one. Um, what the five else? There's a bunch of indie amazing. horror games that just worked. Yeah, the, the Five Nights at Freddy's, they, the first game became went like super like viral and it wound up getting four more games after that, including spinoffs and then including uh, 
what people wanted to be spiritual successors because the original creator was like you know i think after the third one or fourth one he was like you know i'm gonna be done i'm not gonna you know milk it for more um but then after like the fan outcry he was like fine he made i think he ended at five i think five was it for the main story yeah i think he did like one spinoff um but then after that it was kind of like uh i'm not going to you know go beyond oh we all know where the (laughs) where all the noises are coming from (laughs) (laughs) it's all bullet today it's all bullet today (laughs) I'm sorry, got, <laughs> my sister got two do- two big dogs. Oh, oh my Ch- God. Chocolate lab coonhound and a fucking blue healer coonhound. So, you yeah, know, everybody used to make fun of them. Oh, wow. Just, See, well, what's so the everybody used to make- right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was no way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody used to make fun of me, like, liking... Uh, Get that the- Vienna sausage thing out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is why I have cat. This is why I have a cat. <laughs> I miss my cat. Your cat fucking knocks everything off when you're not looking, though. Cats are evil assholes. Yeah, this is true. No, this I don't want true. cats. You some. <laughs> but, uh. My cat but, yeah, was okay. a G. But that cat was my baby. <laughs> And I don't know why, but now thinking about cats makes me uh, for our next our little next thing on the list the uh, new Kingdom Hearts game, the mobile. How you get cats Kingdom out of that Hearts game? Because I don't know how he got cats and, out of that. Well, no, because cutes are yeah. at first glance cats are are like you know adorable, and I don't know why Mickey Mouse cats hunt mice, and it made me think about Mickey Mouse. I'm sorry. They also have what? Damn it. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on cat. Before we go. Hold on, before we go any further, and that was one fucking game, by the way. Before we go any further, hey. wait, wait, he just said that <laughs> bullshit he just tried to explain. <laughs> we all know, we all know all of our past. We've all had this conversation. I'm kind of wondering if you did things that I did in my past right about now, because that was some LSD sounding shit you just came up with. What? With the, <laughs> the Cats of Kingdom Hearts? Cats being cuddly and Kingdom Hearts just being, I don't know. I don't know. Do you see the, you see the look on my face, right? Don't ask me to the, explain these are, how these my, are my brain judgy works. eyes. Okay, first Old of face all, is if we're gonna, if we're gonna be, Old <laughs> face. look, look, I've been around Bullet too long. We've <laughs> given up on asking him to explain the logic behind what he does. So just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, this isn't prom. Kingdom Hearts. No. <laughs> there's there's oh, Kingdom Hearts. of me to go around. We don't need two of me. <laughs> so, so I was following Hearts. the Twitter feed with the Kingdom Hearts, and uh, but before we get into what the game is about, I'm just gonna say not a lot of people are happy about I'm just gonna the throw that game out or about the um, but DLC. Which thing uh, are you talking about? Are, talking about the. Uh, are you, if we're talking about the game, because you know they got that mobile game, right? Because that's yeah, yeah. They're not happy about the game. DLC wise, I don't think there's any complaints. But as for okay. the mobile game, yeah, people are not too happy. But the game that we're talking about isn't a mobile game. 
Well, like, sorry, I, like the uh, for the Xehanort one, right? Crossplay. Yeah, Xehanort is supposed to be like a brand new fucking game. I actually entered the little contest for uh, naming it. <laughs> Trying to stay oh, in 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 tune with the uh, how they name their games. I'm part of mm-hmm. me thinks that they just don't know what they want to name it. So they're like, hey, enter this contest. Let's name it Xanort. <laughs> Let, let's let's name it this. But um Yeah, so they got so the campaign my going on. With it. It. Is ooh, <laughs> which has always been a complaint of mine with Kingdom Hearts, as much as I love that series. Why now? Kingdom uh, Hearts has been notorious. Well, you could say that, but at the same time, Kingdom Hearts has been notorious for not following a fucking timeline. And before anybody sit here and says, "Oh, you didn't pay attention enough," trust me, I have every Kingdom Hearts game abused. It. Yeah, there are two games that actually are consistent down that timeline. It always jumps. Looks like it's kind of like my my train of thought. Damn it! (laughs) It's kind of like double follow the Kingdom Hearts timeline. And we lost Uh, sleep first. (laughs) No, I'm right here. What the fuck? Dramatic pause. (laughs) Cause you're no. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't freeze. No, I didn't freeze though. That's the thing. I was, he said you lost me, and I made a face because I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> no, um, the thing with Kingdom Hearts, right? If you follow the actual timeline, that whole series gets one. Right? You have to play the mobile game first, Crossblades, and you have to play that to a certain story mission. I can't even remember which story mission it is anymore. I haven't picked up the mobile game in a few months. Then you have to play Birth by Sleep. You go, you play Birth by Sleep all the way through, so you get to right at the very end with Aqua and her special hidden fucking side mission at the very fucking end of the game, right? You stop, you start Kingdom Hearts 1, but you don't leave Destiny Island. You go back, you play as Aqua, you let Aqua get sent into the world that never was and be locked away in that world then you go back to Kingdom Hearts 1 play Kingdom Hearts 1 all the way the fuck through you stop you start Chain of Memories you start the first mission in Chain of Memories you stop you go play 365 and a half <laughs> you play that till about mission 7 or 8 when you play it halfway through then you stop, you go back, play Chain of Memories again, go all the way, the rest of the way through Chain of Memories, then you go back and you play Kingdom Hearts 3, well no, you don't even play it all the way through. You stop when you're about to fight Organization 13 and Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories for the final time. You stop, you play 365 and a half the rest of the way through, then you go back and play Chain of Memories, beat Chain of Memories, go play 2, Play two uh, to a certain part. Oh. Bro, trust me. When I My was playing hurts. Kingdom Hearts the first time, exactly. The first time I played Kingdom Hearts, where it was at, at that time, there was a lot of weed involved. I, I, I'm, I'm too hungover to be uh, <laughs> comprehending that fucking timeline. That, that's, 
That's too. That is way too much. So the project. Oh no! And be. It gets worse. But, yeah, I'm gonna just stop that train right there. <laughs> the, okay. the currently dubbed Project Xehanort. Uh, so it, it is pitched. So it is going to be a iOS Android game, and I think that's part of the reason a lot of people are like, eh, because I already said there's gonna be uh, in-app purchases meaning it's going to be free to play meaning you can just download it but it's going to have in-app purchases we've talked about stuff like that on the podcast many times before so uh i'm sure without people saying it what they're thinking is oh great now kingdom hearts is going into the uh nickel and dime era of gaming which i mean didn't happen yeah uh it's 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 unavoidable if there's a if there's a popular game now I mean, Elder Scrolls went into it. Now Kingdom Hearts is getting into it. Star Wars went into it. Everybody who's got a big name is getting into it because the whole point is make as much money as possible off of a beloved franchise. But that's something we could talk about at another time. But my thing is, people weren't realizing they've already done it. It's just no one was paying attention to Kingdom Hearts crossplay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nope. I mean, I honestly only learned of it after I heard about this one, and I was like, "Oh, they had a mobile, yay!" And then I didn't know they had a mobile until today. (laughs) Yeah, they they did. I think I saw it in the store one time before, but I didn't get it because there's certain games I don't like as app games, and that's one of them. Honestly, Um, however, it'd be hard as fuck to play on your phone. Uh, It's not hard. It's different. Yeah, you gotta get used to it. But I mean, there's there's controller uh, attachments for phones and stuff, and a lot of games, mm-hmm. you know, accept them. So I'm pretty sure Kingdom Hearts will have something along those lines where you can attach it. I mean, they're also, um, what is it? There's, I think for Android for sure they have controller attachments. I'm not so sure about the uh, Apple. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be that bad. How the game plays will be interesting. Actually, a day. (laughs) So yeah, but that's going to launch. It'll it'll launch in what spring 2020, right? Is that the one that went blind in somebody's head one time? Yeah. (laughs) That that poor poor object. But um, Fuck that yeah, there's there's not much more about it other than the fact that your favorite villain Xehanort is taking center stage again, which Xehanort's going to be the gosh. main character in a uh, game named Xehanort. Weird. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's the thing. There's no name. The first Keyblade War. Yeah, it's just called Project Xehanort, and it's just explaining how he got to be where he is. But they don't actually have a name for the game. Or so they're mm. they haven't revealed um, the name to the game. Maybe maybe it's actually gonna be Project Xenart. Maybe. Well then we have a lot I mean it could be, but I feel like that would just be dumb. <laughs> and they would they would Yeah. Because if you look at how Kingdom Hearts names their games, um there's some systematic madness to it. So Project Xehanort would kind of ruin that. Hold on. No, no. Birth by sleep no. leading into dream drop distance. Then you've got. Uh, the, 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 birth by sleep. Yeah, but, 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 like, 
right after each other. Get that shit out. I, no, no, like no. I'm not saying sleep. I'm not saying I'm not saying in terms of storyline. I'm saying in terms of no. release and name follow up. I, I feel, oh, I feel no. like the only reason they named the only reason they named to the one Dream Drop Distance is because it was on the 3DS. That Three. is actually <laughs> the main reason they named it that. That's the that that's the main the, reason. But if you the if, other if you, reason the other reason, in-game reason is because it was a dreams were a huge plot device in that game. In order for Sora and Riku to become Keyblade all around, yeah. In order for Sora and Riku to become Keyblade masters, they had to fall asleep and deal with the recollections of their dreams. Same thing with fucking Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep was technically the story of the story, not Sora. God damn it. The story of how <laughs> of how Sora becomes a Keyblade user, Roxas becomes a Keyblade user, Riku becomes a Keyblade user, and Kyrie becomes a Keyblade user. Because in essence, they have the some of the spiritual essence of the three main characters from Birth by Sleep. Ventus, Terra, and Aqua. Again, I really love Pink Park. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. I play Kingdom Hearts as uh, more just like hobby, and and which yeah. one piques my interest at that at that time. Dear Lord, I, I never got into that. We have got to burn that chair. I told you, oh, it's not man. my chair. <laughs> That thing is having more conversation than he is. Oh, it God. is. Truly is. Oh, oh, no, you also gotta understand that with me, for me, the first Kingdom Hearts I really didn't pay much attention to till probably like right before 2 came out. And when 2 came out, I was fucking high playing both 1 and 2. And then it just became kind of a hook experience of fucking weed and trying to play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Up until See, I was trying. I, <laughs> I never played any of the ones on the on the fucking handheld systems. I only played the the PS2 ones, and then three. That's something. Yeah. There's only it, a few people who you know have every game in that collection, and you know uh, um, those would be the ones that get the. I don't think get so the now. I don't think so much I mean, now because PS4 re-releases. Oh yeah, they released like five games, they, five six games on the they one. They released disc. all of them. Yeah, all of them are now on one disc. And for the most part, a couple of those games you really don't have to play. I was gonna say you the just Game have Boy Advance one. For. I didn't know that they got so, the Game Boy Advance one back. You talking about Chain of Memories? Yeah. Chain of Memories is in yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts Final Mix for the PS4. I did. Yeah, I, no. I, 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 I didn't because I knew I wasn't gonna play all of them. They're just I like I pretty much stuck to the main story and just read everything else. I did play Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance because I had those handhelds and they piqued my interest, but I never really expanded beyond that. So. But there you guys but have it. But the problem is... Oh, shit. Never mind. I'll leave it alone. 
<laughs> yeah. No, because say, he's hey, going to go into a rabbit hole and it's going to go dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Kingdom Hearts has this dark rabbit hole where all those games are actually part of the main storyline. It's just people don't know about it. Which, which I, I can get it. You know, it's one of those. If it's not right in their in their face, they're not gonna not gonna see it. But there you guys have it. Project Xehanort, and whatever they come up with the title after their contest. I'm pretty sure it's already named. They're just trying to see if anyone can guess. And no, that's why I said there's a method to the madness of how they name it. Because think about it. Why would you have a contest if you know no one's ever gonna actually guess the name? Who the heck was gonna think Kingdom Hearts three five eight over two days was gonna be the name of the game? nobody but if so, you look at how they some, name their games some fucking psycho yeah I, well, yeah I agree with that statement I'm psycho so I submitted my thought of it I, I looked at the trend the of the names Tachi. of their games no I literally called it uh, Kingdom Hearts Remember because we're literally going back and seeing how you know Xehanort came to be and looking at the history of how they name their games, the titles might not be. You're, you know, if you're a deep hardcore gamer, you're gonna look at it like, oh, this is why it's named. But if you look at it just from perspective, at a glance of how they name their games, there's there's a systematic <laughs> hidden madness to it. So I was like, well, recoded was right in the middle. We were fixing, yeah, and you, based on release dates and. I think on release times, uh, Birth by Sleep was before Dream Drop Distance, but Dream Drop Distance wasn't far behind Birth by Sleep, so it was like Birth by Sleep leading in Dream Drop Distance. A mad genius could give both those games those names while having them relate to the story while also poking fun at the time of their release just because, and then just create this enigma. So I was like, okay, if we're just looking at it, not from what the game's about, but how they've released titles, I'm going to go with, this is the beginning, remember your beginning. So that was my two cents into the little little contest. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Kingdom Hearts Dark Memories or something like that, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So a little bit more information on why Cyberpunk 2077 being delayed. Um, basically saying... Uh, our systems are too fucking weak. Uh, yeah, it, the systems are too weak. <laughs> the systems are. are, are Fuck your feelings, are you getting, fans. Yeah, your systems you don't are don't have the outfit. And, and it's, you know, it, I think, I think, I think, and this is me looking at it from uh, a developer trying Terrible. to attempt to look at it from a, a develop developer standpoint. Oh, with his little. So his little yep. his little title suggestion for the Kingdom Hearts, yeah, we're not gonna say that out loud. Um, so looking at it from multiple perspectives, one, do I think the game could potentially be too powerful for current gen consoles? Sure. However, um, I can't say Burns' line because that's his line. So I'm <laughs> I'll leave the however commas for him. <laughs> But no, however, oh, you I just said it though. When it's I said. A, no, I said I didn't use it in that context. Damn it! I said I'll leave it for him. Well, you did. <laughs> I oh my god. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for being literal, uh, <laughs> I think it's also a, a strong marketing move because we're we're entering the 
semi-lull period for games. Unless you are an already established AAA, it's we're about to hit we're heading into the summer months and everybody knows the summer months is a lull period for everything especially if you're your streamer oh, yeah. there's no new games for you to highlight so you know the top streamers they take their vacations they take their breaks because there's no new games cyberpunk 2077 coming out what was it supposed to have been april right originally mm-hmm. it was yeah uh, march or april it's it like march or april time frame and then we also have the next-gen consoles releasing at the holiday season. So I feel another I really underlying think the games is going to get delayed again. Uh, yeah, I think another underlying push layer. PS5. Exactly. They're going to push it for, for the next-gen console because, one, you will capitalize on sales amazingly. People will get the mm-hmm. new console they can also probably work out a deal with Sony to release a package, get a PlayStation, mm-hmm. get Cyberpunk 2077 with it, and make massive eight, amounts eight, of money. 800 bucks. Bam. Yeah. Um, Special edition so, Cyberpunk PS5. And you know it's going to happen because this game is very much sought after. It's highly anticipated. So if they released it too early, everybody would already have the game. So when the bundle comes out, nobody except collectors or people who did wait are going to get it. So they're trying to maximize on the sales that they can get for individual games and bundle deals. It's a win-win for them. It's a win-win for them to push the game release back. Plus, having it on next gen means it wouldn't be obsolete uh, immediately because they don't have to do major tweaks. Exactly, and this helps. This is a, and I also feel this is a, a nice little backwards, backwards hush hush deal that's going down because, okay, you get the the PS5 and and the the Xbox X series come out right, and we already know uh-huh. that um they're already talking about oh the specs of this it's, it's going to be mind blowing it's going to be phenomenal it's going to be amazing and what. I think cyberpunk is trying to help do is to get those who are slow to upgrade per se, but want the game to upgrade sooner than later. Because if you come out yeah. and you say cyberpunk 2077 and you've released this game that can play on, you know, all the old gen and new gen, you're going to have veteran game, you know, gamers who are like well if my ps4 can play this game i don't need to upgrade take my 60 bucks i get this game i'm good to go and they what's probably happening is it go to the next gen you you gotta buy the new system have no choice yeah buy the new system right upon release now you have to buy that game upon release to go with the new system just so you can play it it's a win-win for them it's a win-win for but them. But at the same time, it's, usually it's like the first wave too. of the next-gen systems are usually fucking buggy, though. Exactly. But here's the thing. So guess what? They're that not going means. to care. <laughs> but they don't. Exactly. Because that means because somebody's gonna buy the next wave, or somebody's either gonna a have to rebuy the system. Because remember, Xbox did a lot of people dirty that first. Well, Xbox 360 did a lot of people dirty mm. on their original terms and service. You had 90 days, and then they fucking extended it to a year, 
and then they had to extend it to three years because the Red Rings of Death was fucking up councils up the rank. And then finally, they're like, oh, we fixed it. Yay! I didn't get an Xbox 360 until like 2008 or nine. So I was a little I was a little behind in the times. So did you I've guys see it get pushed back one more time? I, I think so. I see it coming out November. If, if they're already saying that the shit's too weak for or too strong for the PS4, then they're gonna push it back for sure. Well, yeah. not even that. If it's saying that it's stronger than the most powerful system out right now, the Xbox One X, which is pound for pound the most powerful system they have out today, they're saying that it's more powerful than that. The game is too powerful to be played on that. It's going to get pushed next gen. Back. Yep. It's going to get pushed to probably, like I said, I see November or December. And, and you think that might have been part of their plan all along is just the release for the new system no I think what I think it was is that their mindset for this game was a PC game but putting it as just a sole PC exclusive wouldn't have made them a lot of money so they were like alright cool let's make this a console game and get let Windows get a part of it too later on well during this time frame right and they built this game from the ground up using a PC base. Yeah. Expecting, oh, the current consoles are going to hold, right? With a PC, that's easy. You can fucking go buy the equipment that you need to upgrade your PC to actually put out that out. But on an actual current console, you can't do that. I mean, you could, but... And it's highly frowned upon. And if you fuck, if you break that system, that's it. You have to go. And a lot of systems, a lot of a lot of. Uh, if you don't know what you're doing, a lot of systems will automatically brick themselves, just like phones would if when you try to jailbreak them. So you just yep. be because uh, they know if you figure out the ins and outs and do it yourself, you would never need to buy any new console. They lose money. Yeah, you would just constantly. The only console that you would really have to end up buying is Nintendo, because Nintendo never, well, outside of the Wii and the Wii U, they never keep the same format for how you get their data on a video, right? So if you think about it, 64 was a cartridge. The um, GameCube was the mini discs. The Wii was the CD. Not even well, Wii, DVD. Wii were not even, yeah, they were they were they were DVDs. They weren't even Blu-rays. They're smart. Nintendo is smart. They bring out up-to-date games, but using technology that is out of date. Outdated. Yep. Knowing nobody is going like to try to do anything. <laughs> exactly. Because now we're back at the. Now. Yeah, because now it's basically a fucking SD card. A mini cartridge. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. basically an SD card, which the Vita had already started doing, but, you know, now that it's technically outdated. Yeah, and now now Nintendo's like, well, your era's coming on. Now we can use this. We can kind of mix the best of both worlds, and (laughs) nobody's going to... And most people just make accessories for it on the fly. But there you guys have it. One reason... uh, Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed. The 
the other consoles are too flimsy for it. So don't be surprised if it gets pushed back again. Um, that's just those are my theories on one of the main reasons. Like I said, uh, being it's a highly anticipated game, holiday season, consoles are dropping. The best way to capitalize on sales, make sure people upgrade the systems, is to release a game that huge, that sought after at the same time. So that's just my speculation on it. But we've got some more stuff coming up for you guys uh, in this episode, but we are going to take a very quick break. Stick around. All right, and we are back. So, going to go into uh, Bullet Sponge's favorite category here. One of his favorite categories: Apex Legends. Hockey. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, uh, <laughs> hey, I guarantee you, he didn't even look at the article yet. I oh, I'm sure you have not I haven't. I've been busy. Look, 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 look. Between the hockey game and driving lift and looking for jobs, I really haven't been doing much research on anything. You ain't got a lot of the people you was beating you me. <laughs> well, I mean, there's that, but so this twelfth character right. Forge. <laughs> So, is that yeah. is that supposed to be Bangalore's like brother or some shit? We don't know yet. They haven't really announced. I haven't. I haven't even looked. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the only character that. Yeah, I was gonna say like dude, this is surprising. He's a space MMA player. fighter. Which is gonna which is gonna be a very interesting mix, uh, being that this is a shooter. I, when they first said that, I thought Brick from Borderlands. And psycho, melee kind of like be melee characters, stupid strong. Man. So that's what they were talking about. Like they, they're pretty much saying, "Hey, you know that melee is gonna because the game because the developers respawn was already talking about like, oh, he's gonna have a mean left hook." And I was like, "Okay, so basically, you get punched by him, you're going one hit and quit it down." Yeah, it's gonna probably. I, be I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if go, I don't know if they'll go as far as insta down, but. I would say maybe, I would say maybe, that would maybe be, double damage. I say night. I say sixty to eighty. An instant shield break. An instant shield break. Another punch. An instant down. That's what I would say would be a good balance. Uh, it would be fair. Like because because one apex is all about taking your opponents out from afar. Um, and a lot of people we know that they they like to sit on their high perches and they like to go pew pew with their snipers <clears throat> so having a character that can just go up on them and just bam take a shield out and then if his arm works faster than a peacekeeper ooh buddy <laughs> yes you all be using would stop shotgunners too Especially and i think he was kind of built for the that peacekeeper with the choke the shotgun bolt on it yeah, you know, I think, I think he's, he's supposed to be a response to people that always try to uh, play the shotgun game and, you know, because when you're in a situation and it would happen in one of my matches, the what determined it was the melee. I was out of ammo. I had to chase this person around and I had to punch them. 
and it just so happened they had low enough health that I killed them. So this is probably for yeah. those guys that get in those situations where melee, because it, you get a noob with a shotgun and you get a veteran who's got a melee, and sometimes you, that noob just gets lucky and just happens to kapow. So it, it might be more of like, it might be more of a head not to to giving people that have skill at the game a better chance. I would say I don't know how he's going to be built. They haven't really said much on it. Um, but his character be does a bring in Tito Ortiz looking motherfucker. <laughs> oh man! But this character will oh. bring in more of the Titanfall, because uh, it's already confirmed that Titanfall and Apex they share the same universe. So yep, this is kind of bringing them closer together. Now I just hope and I pray that they don't go as far as to bringing in the actual Titanfall mechs. Because so now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, that'd be bad. You wouldn't want to have Mets in Apex. Uh, no, because one, it would be a drop system. Two, people would camp the shit out of them. Three, okay. the people that are super sweaty would be the only ones to ever get the Mets, and that would offput any new players at all. So unless okay. everybody, yeah, unless it's a, unless it's a mech battle royal, yeah, unless it's a mech battle royal where everyone starts with a mech, it would be the most in, uh, it would be the most unbalanced system, and it would just turn people off from the game entirely. In my personal opinion, I, would, I, I, would, only, I wouldn't play it if there was just like so, a mech drop that you had to go for. Yeah, I mean, would it I'm would it be chaos sure. and then the herd? <laughs> Probably. Right. So. I'm not sure only because of the fact my love for Titanfall 1 and 2. Right? So, to me, it sounds like a beautiful thing to happen, but at the same time, it's just, you're doing Titanfall at that point. Uh-huh. If exactly. they did introduce mechs. But my question is, how did Fortnite play when they introduced those stupid-ass mechs? People, People hated it. They hated okay. it. They had to nerf it. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I'm not a Fortnite fan. I played yeah. the game oh, yeah. Yeah. two times I, in my I, lifetime. I did both times with play. bullet, and I said, "Fuck this game." <laughs> I didn't play it during the mechs, but I know I know a lot of people fucking absolutely hated it. I missed that season, and I'm glad I did. I would have been. Nope. It was a, it was a terrible idea. It was like Fortnite was trying to beat Apex to the idea. Once they once Apex said, "Hey." <clears throat> our Titanfall universe is connected to the Apex universe. That gave them a big playground to play with. And then Fortnite was like, wait, they're going to introduce mechs. Let's beat them to it. Well, and then did it all wrong. And it just pissed everybody just off. Like how they, like, okay. Like how they had the idea for the respawn vans after Apex came out with the respawn beacons. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, but so, let's finally beat them to something, and that just didn't play out for them. But it just didn't Fortnite's work. It didn't in work. a position where they can they can uh, afford to take a risk like that. Yeah. So the thing new, about new accounts being made and shit all the time. Yeah, it, it, the Fortnite isn't going to die for a while. Fort Fortnite is it's very appealing to to kids, and there's just so many kids out there that are going to play Fortnite. So Fortnite's <laughs> not going to die for a while. Um, <laughs> And I just pissed Itachi off saying that. It did, but <laughs> I, I can I can see the hurt and anguish in his face. <laughs> oh yeah, but but by it not dying, I'm not saying it's always going to be at the top. Right now, we're going through uh, a 
a lengthy phase. Like I said, when Resident Evil 6 came out, we were going through an action game phase. We were going through the time of Uncharted. We were going through the time of The Last of Us. We were going through the time of Tomb Raider. We were going through a big action game phase. We're in a battle royal phase right now. Once the battle royal phase is over, it'll be, you know, whatever new thing comes out. I mean, think about it. For a year, we uh, went through a Pokemon Go phase. It was only a year, but it was a phase. <laughs> and the world had never been at so much peace with everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I must say, I feel like Pokemon Go did put us at a, at a really weird sense of peace where people were just all together just to catch their Pokemon happily. It was like... It's like, no, the world hadn't been that together since, like, September 11th, 2001. Yeah. So, there you guys go. Pick up your Pokemon Go. Can we reestablish world peace with Pokemon Go? Make the world world a happy place again. Make the world a happy place again. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, guys, so you guys got a new character coming to Apex. Did did we lose Burn, or is he frozen? Uh, I... No, he is definitely frozen. <laughs> the most unprofessional podcast ever. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, guys, please, <laughs> guys, please, please help support this podcast so we can get these guys some actual good equipment <laughs> so that they I can have good equipment. Calls. It's just not here. <laughs> so that we can make it so that so that Bullet Sponge has traveling equipment. And Burn has equipment, like I don't know, a new computer. <laughs> so please, thank you for the podcast. Bitch. Now I don't know what the fuck happened. To Skype just cut off, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Now I've had I've had that happen too. It's just it's super duper random. Um, but now that he's back, we can move on. So, uh, I know Burn gave me like a lot of articles to add to our our little outline here. Uh, about the oh, we PS5, don't have to pick I, all of them. I realized I went a little happy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I picked the one that basically could summarize all of them and really brings out something we definitely talk about all the time when we talk about fans setting themselves up for disappointment without you know getting the facts first. Um, PS5 developers uh, pretty much are attempting to squash some hype before a launch, and I say smart move super smart move basically they're telling everyone don't expect this crazy jump in graphics and yeah it's kind of hard to get better graphics than what's already out well yeah that'd be insane i mean and in the n64 era we said that too (laughs) so basically came out both companies actually came out and was like hey we know what you're thinking. Stop right now. You're not going to go from what you currently have to 8K natural just because of these new consoles. It just get that shit out of your head. We're not building games to be that powerful. It would take too goddamn long. Stop it. Stop mm-hmm. it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. So if you're expecting um, it to look like good. a real life fucking person, you're fucking up. And I think I think that's like, that's literally for 
for in my opinion the next step i would say the only place to go from here is like super crazy vr graphics would probably be like our next step and then you know i don't know where we would go from there but in in terms of the new consoles i feel it's really good that they're going hey i know you guys are expecting this like synthetic look appearance but don't not gonna happen yet um squash that before it happens yeah and and this all stems from one uh and it's 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 both parties' faults in these regards because when E3 drops uh, game trailers and you get these phenomenal, sharp-looking, amazing trailers, the gamers, there are those people out there, they will nitpick, and I mean it even happened with Marvel Spider-Man, which looked freaking amazing in my opinion. I felt they did so good with it, but people were still upset because the puddle of water in part of the Didn't trailer. Match didn't match the e3 trailer and they're like oh where's this where is that and i'm like are you are you serious right now (laughs) really you're gonna nitpick that much watchdogs i can understand i can understand that do i think watchdogs was was i i don't think it was a bad graphically 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 it was ps3 they did what the fuck they said they were gonna do compared to what they did that shit was trash it kind of felt like yeah. a 360 game. So, so you also got to remember what all did Watch Dogs promise. Watch Dogs promise that you can hack anything in the world in that game. You could do anything. You can hack anything in real time. What we ended up getting was you couldn't hack everything in real time. There's certain locations that you can hack and do things to. The only thing that was a guarantee hey, I'm going to hack this shit and be on with my day was traffic. And that's because you didn't want to get caught by the cops. Yeah. But even then, it was more of a hassle to fucking hack a traffic light just to avoid cop light or cops following you than it would be just to plow through the motherfucker and just go. (laughs) Just grab that photo. Yeah. Cops wasn't catching you if you were in the right car. So, it's it's good that they're trying to squash this hype. I feel like they want this holiday to release to go off without a hitch as much as possible. Um, and they don't want fan expectations determining anything. Because as soon as that hype builds with nothing confirmed, and they, I think they're finally realizing decades later, you gotta squash the hype because it actually is more detrimental because now the gaming community has shown if they don't get what they in their head think they're going to get they're going to burn you at the stake so you've got to squash it before it takes flight so that those expectations aren't even there and then all we have are the facts and I am totally for that you give me the facts I'm happy I don't like fan expectation fan expectation ticks me the fuck off (laughs) So, really, kudos to uh, kudos to them for for nipping that in the bud. Um, now, just hopefully, people listen to it. Uh, and our last our last thing, our last topic, uh, Disney uh, got got two two Marvel shows canceled before they even launch. Was it one of them is Howard the Duck, and the other one is I can't remember the name. Right now. Hold on, they canceled yeah. Howard the Duck. Yep. Yeah. Hey, um, Modoc. 
Was it Modoc? Modoc, yeah. It or was, was it Modoc? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Were they Tigra were they... and Dazzler? There it is. Were Tigra they... and Dazzler. Well, um, were they supposed to be like movies, or were they? Howard Duck was going to be an animated. Yeah, uh, Howard the Duck was uh, was being led by Kevin Smith. Um, yep. And, oh and man, what was it on yeah. the twenty second? The twenty second. So just three days ago, uh, <clears throat> uh, Kevin Smith got the got the message I had from a executive producer, Dave Willis, telling them that uh, they got we're not got, rewriting uh, the show. Yeah, they got they got they're done. They're, they're packing it up. So uh, nobody knows the reason, but Kevin Smith said, "Hey, all the people that were working on it, they got paid, so nobody's complaining. So that's good." Um, and he has full confidence in Kevin Feig's choices and decisions of where the Marvel universe is going and what they're letting happen being that he is a big reason of the Marvel Universe's success over the years so I can kind of understand where he's coming from in that respect um, maybe they just saw Howard the Duck as not being uh, I won't say enough that's kind, yeah, not that's just kind of what I'm not thinking. doing well yeah um, well let's be real a lot of people when you think about Howard the Duck a lot of people either a have no idea what the fuck it is, or that is b thing about it. They think back to the eighties and the goddamn movie back in that the eighties. That was really <laughs> yep. That movie, yeah. So, and they probably want to bring some of those resources, some of those writers over to focus more on other things like the What If series. So there's a lot yeah. that uh, that they're probably trying to to work on with that one so if you guys were looking forward to howard the duck uh it's not happening it's been canned and it's uh, and bullet is over here <laughs> doing something about dick bullets yeah that's totally doing, what it's bullets over here doing things we won't ask questions we just we let F- bullet fill out fill not job <laughs> applications so <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mother, motherfucker needs to work. Uh-huh, that's why I mentioned right. about dickheads and shit. I don't know what you guys heard. But there's a Snapchat uh, open. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> all, that, all that stuff just comes through. But to wrap up the episode, we are gonna do our uh, a game review. I will actually start it off because um, I do want to highlight what game you play. <laughs> I literally put on there the Marvel expansion number two. I have. <laughs> I didn't even know you've been enjoying. I thought I was the only yeah. one. No, I've been playing the heck out of it, and I gotta say, it's it's really it's and really. Nice. No, I haven't extend no invites or nothing. Uh, <laughs> no, no text saying, "Hey, I'm getting on this." Uh, actually, yeah, I did. I always kept saying, "Hey, I'm gonna be playing UA3." I'm gonna be playing UA3, and all I get are memes. No, and no, no, bullshit. Let, no, no, bullshit. Scroll you did that up. one time. You did that one More time, and you know what ended up happening? We ended up trying to play Smash Brothers instead. And I, I've done, I have done it since. Scroll up, you'll see. 
But I, it's a, if you guys have Marvel Ultimate Alliance and you haven't picked it up in a while, definitely, definitely, if you have the expansion, and even if you don't, it's definitely worth getting right now because both expansions come with uh, four characters each. Um, the second one is bringing a good chunk of X Men into it, which, whew, yes, good old Able, Gambit, Gambit, and Iceman. Yeah. I was I yeah, it was I. Yep, good old Iceman. Um, plus being able to kind of uh, PvP. Now a game like this, I don't mind that because it's it's kind of a uh, it's a friendly kind of competition where you're basically it's danger room challenges and you can either set obstacles that slow your uh, opponents down from achieving their goals and vice versa. So it's a nice little head to head without ruining the game and getting it adding it to the oversaturation of what pvp games are um the danger room is yep. the whole danger room expansion is challenging so it gives you a reason to do uh some serious grinding for for sure but i've been playing it i like it um very good overall and the fact that the game is still getting some good support and i think they still have another expansion planned uh i have to look i think I'm so. not sure yeah because the character roster is still not full no um, there's still some far. there's still some blank spots so so if you haven't played oh. it in a while this is definitely a reason to pick it up definitely a reason to pick it up um and and get these expansions check it out uh the next game for the review is a game that i think the only one of us has played and it's uh, Dragon, oh, Ball Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Right. Oh. <laughs> so, Dragon Ball Kakarot. He, he froze. <laughs> he froze. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> the look of his yeah, face. Yeah, I froze. I noticed, like, as I was talking. Uh, all right, all right. Oh, so, back to what I was trying to say was... <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you that are fans of Xenoverse, right, the battle mechanics and engine is very similar to Dragon Ball Xenoverse, which is what's been a lot of people's complaint about this game, because it was emphasized as an action RPG, well, as an RPG, not an action RPG, my apologies. It was emphasized as an RPG, but turn around and all you're doing is playing Xenoverse with certain RPG elements, right? I have been enjoying the game so far, mainly because of the fact I'm a Dragon Ball fan and reliving some of those battles and seeing it in that aspect has been rather cool and unique to me, right? I don't really have a complaint about it. If you're a fan of Xenoverse, that is the fighting engine you can kind of look at as inspiration to the game. And if you like RPGs, there's that aspect going for it too. I have not beat the game yet, so I can't really go do a deep dive too far into the game. I'm about halfway through though. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, um, I realize I games... froze. Yeah, he did it again. <laughs> he did it again. Yeah, <laughs> it is unavoidable. Poor Bernie. He looks like he's about to snap somebody's head off. Oh man, he's gonna come back so bad if he does come back. <laughs> he's back. Uh, 
He's back. I'm not frozen. <laughs> but you are. I wasn't frozen at all. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so maybe the cam froze. Maybe the cam froze, but I heard everything that you said. <laughs> that that sucks because you 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 froze mouth open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so I guys, could hear every last thing that y'all said, and that's why I was like, "Man, fuck, what are you talking about?" So, guys, about? if you haven't, I'm right here, if you guys haven't uh, checked out our Patreon page, patreoncom Tashi Two Six Six. As you can see, if you can't tell, we don't we don't actually have a studio that we could record out of, and there's probably never going to be a chance for us to do so because we all live in different locations. So there's a lot of effort that goes into making this podcast happen um, on pretty much all sides. Uh, <laughs> you got, you got bullet with the, the squawky chair, the <laughs> burns camera likes to freeze up on them. So, but you know what? Uh, it, it's 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 original it's very original you know it, it it this is this is how how it is but if you guys want to help uh improve the podcast and have input or you have something you would like you know a game that we may have played that you want to hear a review on or anything of the like make sure you guys check out the patreon page uh participate in the community uh join the discord as well i will have both those links in the description of this podcast so that you guys can go check them out anyway this is it guys this is the end of our episode anything you guys want to say to the listeners before we uh sign off for the week you guys have the most dumbfounded looks on your face right now. Usually oh, at the end. Fuck you. Where are we going? <laughs> look? I was looking at something for homework. I was waiting for, I was waiting for Burn to say something. All right. Usually when so I wrap it up, can, we have a lot. Can I get what I was trying to say? Mother. God damn it. All right. So join the Patreon. You know, we're not all angry people. I'm just angry right now. Um, join Don't the Patreon. I will beat you with the squat <laughs> angry, hair. Angry, 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 angry. Hold you. Always so, angry. Shut the fuck up. Let me say what I got to say. <laughs> Join the Patreon. We greatly appreciate it. All your time and effort helps us with our time and effort. It takes a lot to coordinate this, especially in the next few months coming up because things are changing. Things are evolving. Everybody's moving around and trying to do good things and giving great information to all the viewers and listeners out there, you know? Just support us because you love us. Okay? Okay. Soft, sweet, and well-spoken manner. <laughs> right after mm-hmm. he said he was going to beat Bullet. <laughs> yes. It's all love. Uh, yes, With I will. It's all love. Jack. With the squeaky chair. Mm-hmm. I am not going to lie. I kind of would have beat the hell out the squeaky chair. <laughs> Nah, the hell like you do extra work. No, 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 no. See, he got one more sound to make a little slick ass comment. Shut that squeaky chair up his ass and let the squeak go every time he tries to spin out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for Looks like he was trying week. to dry ride a dick. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so done. I'm so done. This, this is probably our most zany episode. So unprofessional. I love it. Anyway, you guys stay safe out there. Make sure you check out the links that I will include in the description. Love you guys, and we will. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store at thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.